his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right, little uh, Metallica for you this weekend. Maybe you're lucky enough to have grabbed a ticket to that. At least you'll be indoors. You won't be in the great outdoors, but you'll be hearing some Metallica, <laughs> maybe some Wolfie Van Halen, some Mammoth WVH. I don't know. Welcome into Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors. I'm Mark Cox, along with my partner, Bo Matthews, and producer, Carl Middleman. They might be listening to this because they're in town all weekend. That's true. Hey, Metallica, welcome into the show. Great to have you. Yeah, in buddy. Town. You well, uh, and and Carl, do you like hang out with them since you've been around the rock world forever? Well, the problem is there's a hockey game on Friday night and Saturday night, so the only night I could go would be the Sunday night show. But as I told Mark Cox, there is a strong rumor that Metallica will be at the hockey game on Saturday night. <gasps> really? How about that? Yeah. Uh huh. They're well, big hockey fans, uh, but we hear yes. Okay, so last time I was uh, at the uh, Blues game, uh, it was pretty cool because they did a celebrity look-alike thing mm-hmm. uh, for the the camera and the crowd. Uh, what will you do with that? Oh, oh, great, Carl. That is out of my department, but okay. <laughs> if if they are at the at the game and they consent to be on camera, ah. th- we will be playing. It's not out of sorts to play Metallica music at the hockey game ever. In fact, Bo Matthews requested a Metallica song last time he was at the game, and it was easy to do. So why why wouldn't they consent to be on camera? I well, because wonder if, because they're they're rock stars and they kind of like the attention. Yes, yeah, and and kind of. it would promote the Sunday night show if there were still tickets available because it's oh, at yeah. the dome. Yeah. So, yes, wow, I was going to go cool. because, of course, uh, you know, you want to see the Friday like, night show. I like Metallica, but I am a huge fan of, of Wolfgang Van Halen, Spawn of Eddie, and he's going to be one of their warm ups on and Friday night. And that's Friday night and yes. with Pantera. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Jeez. But anyway, uh, but I, I uh, scheduled a hunting trip, which, by the way, we'll uh, we'll be talking about coming up here shortly. It It's a it's wild pheasant hunting, which I've. Never done before, Bo Matthews. I've been to to the farms where you you local farms where you go, like Black Hawk Valley and other places where you yeah. can go, and they they you buy the birds basically, and they set them out in the field for you. Uh, they're they're, I mean, they're raised wild in cages and stuff, but then you take either a guide or your own dogs, and you go out and you try to find them in the fields. 
Uh, this is very different, it, and apparently in, um, involves a lot more walking. <laughs> <laughs> they have ATVs up there and UTVs. Can't they get you a side-by-side or a golf cart for crying I, out loud? I was told to wear comfortable boots, so I get the impression we're going to be walking <laughs> miles and miles. I'll get my steps in this weekend. <laughs> That's great. Uh, you know, hey, I, I've got to ask you. Uh, we haven't we haven't talked much about the uh, the mass shootings that have been going on, uh, Maine. Uh, also, uh, Tampa, there was a big one. I don't know if that was just inner city, you know, like, you know, it is in St. Louis, but isn't it ironic or, or isn't it crazy how quickly these stories disappear from the mainstream media? Um, it, it really baffles me and it, and it actually bothers me because I, you know, we're still waiting on the, the, uh, the, the, uh, dossier from a Nashville shooter just to get some kind of information out to the public because as this show is you know titled second amendment radio we need to we need to be able to share and and warn people that you know things like this can happen and why you should have uh, an experienced uh you know somebody with a gun that that is trained you got you for have these to, things like yeah this. well it happened in st louis the other day remember um down i believe in webster grove somebody was coming out of a hot shot right. or something at night and they were approached by people wearing a mask walking toward them and the guy pulled out his gun and shot i believe he killed yeah. one of the two suspects and the other one got caught um you, you've got to be prepared to defend yourself and and we've got to get to a point in this country where we don't have these camera loving there's no other way to call it left wing politicians who want to run to the media the minute one of these shootings happened and call oh. for gun control we need gun control actually what we need are more guns in the hands of the good guys right i mean the guy in in maine the reason that disappeared from the headlines is he is now, Robert Card, the poster child for the mental health problems in this country. And everybody says to me after I say that, I'll get an, inevitably I'll get an email or a message on social media, you need to quit you know, painting with a broad brush because a lot of people suffer mental health issues, but they don't all shoot someone. Okay, that's fine, right? Um, I'm not saying everybody with mental health issues shoots someone, but if you threaten to shoot up a a facility, in this case an army facility like this guy did, you ought to probably be in custody, but at the very least you should not have access to firearms. So this guy threatened to do that. An alert went out statewide. They went to his house and knocked on the door and couldn't find him, so they gave up. And then he went out and killed a bunch of people, but it must be the gun's fault. Well, and you said he's a poster child for mental illness. I, I thought he was going to be the poster child for uh, the, uh, you know, ban the guns uh, movement because, I mean, it's the it's kind of the same thing. But it, it is frightening how quickly that story, I mean, as horrendous as it is, it just disappeared because in it, just a matter of 48 it, it hours. It doesn't fit the narrative. He didn't He didn't uh, go evade a background check and buy, and buy the gun, uh, you know, anyway. Um, it, it just none of it fits the narrative that they can use to try to further their gun grab. He, he had a serious mental health problem. And very clearly, the authorities that are supposed to enforce the laws that are already on the books, because they have what they call not red flag, but yellow flag laws in effect in Maine. Yeah. And it, it, it didn't make a bit of difference. Uh, he he had a mental breakdown. He was hearing voices. His family asked for help. He went in for a two week mental evaluation. Uh, he was he was admitted to a hospital for a mental evaluation, and he was still able to go out 
and commit this crime. That's where we've got to start. Almost every single one of these people who can who ends up involved in one of these mass shootings has had a mental breakdown of some sort, and yes. all of the warning signs have just been ignored. Ignored. And what what actually still shocks me from that story was that uh, there was not anybody at the bowling alley or at the bar that had a concealed weapon on them to help prevent any more destruction correct um, I, i'm really and, and surprised I, by that in maine it, it, me too man it, it, it's just it's frightening but uh more the reason why people should get to the range and get you know some more time in my i have a family member that just got his first ar he's had a, a glock for a few years now and he's, he's had an opportunity to get some more time through it and run some more uh, ammo through it yeah. just to get familiar. I said, dude, just clean it. Just clean it to get familiar with it. You need the, it to be running right. That helps. That does. And you've, you've talked to Jesse over at Razorback. I mean, there's and I've talked to my friends at the range. They've all seen an increase in the people walking in the door interested in 100%. arming themselves. Yep, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And I read an article this week that made me want to run my head through the wall over here in the studio. Um, the Biden administration has threatened Israel. They've threatened to cut off purchases uh, of handguns being transferred into Israel and guns if they're going to be distributed to the populace. What? Not for military purposes, but what we found in Israel is that, believe it or not, even though everyone serves in the IDF, if you're a, if you're a resident of Israel and you're of yeah. age, uh, so they're all well-trained in the use of firearms, Firearm ownership is at around 2 or 3% for the country of Israel. Now, understand that. They live in a country surrounded by people all around them that have vowed to destroy them, yet only 2 to 3% of the people have guns in their home. I don't understand it. I guess maybe they had a false sense of security because their, their IDF forces are so good, generally speaking, that they didn't think they needed it. But now there's a huge upswing in the number of people in Israel going in through whatever their process is. They don't have a Second Amendment and applying for uh, a permit to get a gun. And yet most of them are trained already, which yes. which would be ideal in this country as well. And, you know, and, and that's why you have to take it upon yourself to get out to a shooting range and and get some familiarity. So, you know, you're not just uh, shooting for accuracy. You're shooting for m muscle memory. Uh, we've, you know, talked about the Mantis X. I've used, actually, I've been using it quite a bit, Mark. We should do a little challenge Good. on there. Oh, but, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, it, it does help, and I recommend it to a lot of people <laughs> because you can just get that muscle memory going and going and going. Uh, so I suggest it to anybody, either real range or a Mantis X, X type of laser system. You know, well, situation. You, you, you've got you've got to do it. And um, you, when you buy a weapon, I think at the range, they, they offer a, an introductory class if you've never shot before or yeah. if you bought it somewhere else and you want to take a class. I know at the range, for example, they do do those training classes for introductory. They do them if you're a woman and you bought a gun and you're not in, you're, you're not interested in being in a class full of men. They do them for just for women with a female instructor. I mean, there's so many different ways you can get involved like that 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 uh, I think it, I, I just hope people take advantage of it. And the amount of confidence that you will gain from being familiar with your firearm it's it's off the charts in a positive way. You know, maybe you get uh, another like-minded person to go with you, even to purchase the firearm. Sure. At, uh, Razorback or the range, uh, they do a great job. But it's all about training and repetition. 
So we want we want Americans to be safe. I'll find out the, this weekend. In fact, as people are listening to this, I'm going on a little bird hunting trip, and we're going to get some more details on that. First time in my life I've gone out uh, hunting for wild birds up in South Dakota. Our friend awesome. Chad Hansen, who invited me along on the trip, is going to join us coming up here in a minute to tell us a little bit more about that. And if it's something you're interested in doing, we'll have all the details straight ahead on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We'll be right back. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Well, everybody's heard about the bird. Bird, bird, bird. Bird's a winner. Well, a bird, bird, bird. Bird is a winner. Well, a bird, bird, bird. Well, a bird is a winner. Well, a bird, bird, bird. Bird's a winner. Well, a bird, bird, It's Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. My name is Bo Matthews alongside Mark Cox and Carl Middleman, our producer, our executive producer. This segment is brought to you by Razorback Armory. I just talked to Jesse yesterday. He said they've had more new faces coming in in recent weeks, uh, probably due to headlines. Uh, and if you have never been to Razorback Armory, I invite you in, especially hunters. If you're thinking, that's not really a hunting uh, gun store. Yeah, it is. When you pull it up on the internet, a little deer, st- a little stag uh, cartoon kind of <laughs> pops up. So it's a legit hunting store. They've got hunting calibers as well. RazorbackArmory.com. Tell them Bo sent you. Absolutely. Speaking of hunting, uh, I get to take quite an adventure this weekend that I'm uh, looking forward to for sure. Uh, that is uh, bird hunting. And uh, I'm not the best at it, but I'm planning to have a really good time. And I've got my friend Chad Hansen on the phone on the Missouri Brush Control guest line this morning. And, of course, he's with the Hansen's Tree Service. And, Chad, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. How you guys doing? I'm good. You excited? I am ready to get out of town and, and uh, <laughs> get up to South Dakota. I am excited. Yeah, you know, Chad has been uh, talking to me about this bow for 
for a couple of years now. We, for, he goes, you, you should really go with us sometime. We have a great time. And it's, it's the timing has never worked out until this year. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to this because most of my bird hunting, I got to be honest with you, has been contained locally to these farms, which, which do a great job, but where you go and, and they go and set the birds out for you. And then you use your dogs or somebody else's dogs to, to try to find them. This is going to be a little different for me. So Chad, you've been doing this for years and years. I know, I think your dad used to go up to uh, South Dakota all the time, Jeff Hansen. Uh, tell us a little bit about this. Yeah, so it's definitely uh, it's definitely a little different than the local planted bird hunts. Um, you know, the, the local guys do a great job, but the, the, the natural-born birds, they just move and they evade and they fly. So much different. Um, it's a lot of fun. They uh, will be hunting on thousands of acres of property up there. And uh, it's just a, it's a beautiful area. Um, and uh, the, the birds, I've heard the, the pheasant report um, is looking very good for this year. So the population should be great. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just going to be a great time. I'm excited to get up. and uh, You're going to have a blast. Chad, this is Bo. Hey, uh, okay, so just this year, uh, between uh, Kyle Kasparik from uh, Missouri Brush Control and uh, mm-hmm. and Mark Cox, they've been they've actually got me into some skeet shooting and trap shooting, and okay. I really enjoy it. But does does that compare at all to actual bird hunting? Because uh, I'm I'm not I'm not really a hunter. Yeah, you know it 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 helps. So, um, it. it a lot of the, t- you know, the same fly patterns are late. The thing with, you know, trap and skeet and all that is you know where the bird's coming from every time, and you typically know the direction that it's flying. <laughs> right. With, exactly. with bird hunting, <laughs> it, it's 360 degrees. It could be in front of you. It could be behind you. It could be across. I mean, it's – so you're going to get all kinds of different variations of shots. Um, but like anything else, you know, with, with practice in a similar field, it's going to help you. So, um, you know, it's definitely something that is a, a lot of fun to do, and, and it will definitely help you in a hunting scenario. Yeah, I, I would yeah. think I would think uh, you know when we do the five stand bow, I would think that may be almost a better comparison than than maybe skeet or trap because those birds are flying away from you at a decreasing the the clay birds are flying away from you at a decreasing rate of speed. The, Thank the, God for that. The live birds are trying to get the hell away from you, and they're speeding up as they leave you, and that's <laughs> yeah. the that's the biggest challenge, right? Right? Uh, would you say, Chad? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. They're uh, once those birds they typically take off into the wind and then they make a turn. Once they turn and they catch that wind, I mean they're they're like little missiles. They're they're flying 50, 60 miles an hour and they they get out wow. quick. So yeah, you uh, you got to get on them fast and uh, you got to get on them before they're out of range because it doesn't take too long and they're they're gone. Yeah, yeah. You know, for for people who haven't done like wild bird hunting before. Uh, tell us a little bit more about it. We're we're going to Dakota Prairie Outfitters. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. We're uh, it's near Mitchell, South Dakota, about twenty miles southwest of Mitchell, um, which is the pheasant capital of the world. And uh, it's just uh, the the hunting environment. Um, it it kind of changes from field to field. There might be some areas where we're hunting um, some standing corn, um, and there's other areas where we're hunting what's called CRP, which is like a, a native grassland. Um, and then we could be hunting uh, shelter belts, which is, you know, a rows of planted trees to kind of help some of the soil erosion with the heavy winds up there. So um, these birds are smart. And then depending on the weather and the time of day, um, it kind of will determine where you go. Because, you know, certain times in the morning or the afternoon, they're either feeding or they're roosting. So, um, you know, that will determine if we're hunting fields or, uh, or corn or shelter belts, depending on the weather scenario. 
Yeah, uh, I, you know, I grew up in Minnesota and uh, traveled back and forth to Wyoming. So across Interstate 90, there's Mitchell, South Dakota, home of the Corn Palace, by the way. Uh, that's um, right. You oh, need, yes. Need to stop in there. Um, <laughs> but uh, so you guys are saying we're bird hunting. What, what, what kind of birds are you hunting? Can you clue us in, please? Yeah, ringneck pheasants. Oh, so, okay. Now we know. <laughs> yep, yep. Sorry, I left that one out. Yeah, pheasants. So we will well, be hunting uh, pheasants all weekend long. Yeah, but bird hunting is bird hunting. We're, we're uh, there's a limit on them. How, how do they handle that up there? Maybe a little different than what we do down here in the uh, in the greater St. Louis area. Yeah, absolutely. So it's 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 three roosters a day. So uh, a lot of these planted uh, bird farms in St. Louis, um, you know, you can shoot uh, both hens and roosters. Uh, in wild birds, you can only shoot roosters. So all the hens, um, you know, they, they fly free and. Uh, hopefully stick around for next year so that they can have a hatch and, and boost the population again for us. So, um, but yeah, we get three, three roosters a day per person. Wow. Wow. And, and okay. normally, well, like you said, it's, it's a good, you're reading that it's a good season. Uh, and, and yes. you, we shouldn't, you shouldn't have a problem getting your three uh, during the course of the day. No, no, I don't, uh, I don't see us having a problem at all. Um, our population where we hunt is normally very good anyway, because we uh, we do farm for them. We give make sure they have food and they have water and they have good shelter sources. So um, they tend to stick around the area where we hunt. Um, but you know, I, I I heard this the other day. Um, my buddy that owns a lodge up there, he told me that you know they have their pheasant reports and and it used to be done by the postal service. When that when the the postal service would drive around <laughs> delivering mail, they would give a bird count huh. and they would somehow calculate that into a per square mile radius, and that's how they would determine what the population looks like, which I found very interesting. I did not know that. <laughs> well, That's maybe really cool. they found a new a new profession for the all those mail carriers that don't have enough work these days. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Let's try that around here. You know, Chad, yeah. you mentioned uh, the wind. I remember uh, riding uh, my Harley out to Sturgis, and uh, we were like at a 45-degree angle leaning into that north wind. I can't imagine how difficult uh, that shooting is in the wind because, I mean, we've had a slight breeze out at the St. Louis uh, Skeet and Trap, and I, I hit nothing. Mark, are you up for this? Are you, can you handle? Well, this? you know, my coach, my coach is a guy named Chad Hanson. I want to introduce you to him. Sometime. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, he's going to give me all the tips I need on that, right, Chad? That's right. We're going to make sure you're dialed in, and, and if not, you'll be standing right next to me. So we'll get it handled one way or the other. <laughs> hey, I'm hunting right next to Chad. Don't you worry. Get you a co- hey, hey. If there's a Costco nearby, at least you can slide by for a five dollar rotisserie chicken, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Chad, how how does this uh, compare? I mean, you, you've you've done some fantastic hunts. I think we talked last year about basically the big game hunting you did over. Uh, where was it in Africa that you went? Yeah, yeah, I was in South Africa earlier this year, and uh, it's uh, you know it to- two totally different worlds, obviously. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah. you know w- what we'll be doing this week, as far as bird hunting goes, I think it's first class. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's a lot of fun. You're going to be with great people and the environment, and just the uh, you know the scenery that you see. It's just totally different than what we see here in Missouri. Um, mm-hmm. Our lodge that we stay at, it's about you know twenty twenty five miles from Mitchell, but you can at night you can see the city from our lodge. 20 miles away. (laughs) It's just the, it's just a flat open plain. Um, so just a, just a beautiful area. And, uh, I really enjoy getting up there. It's one of the few places where I get to really unwind and relax. So it's a, it's always a treat for me. And and you know, this is, um, I guess we just lucked out on the weather, looking at the weather forecast, it's going to be lows in the high twenties, low thirties and midday highs around 50. I mean, that's a, that's a dream come true, isn't it? 
Yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. And with South Dakota, you never know because it could be 60 degrees and it could be 15 degrees and, and 14 inches of snow on the ground. So um, it, it it varies so quickly up there. And uh, But, yeah, the, the, the weather for this coming weekend is looking fabulous. Yeah, I've got an ant coming in from Minnesota, and it did snow up there a few inches a couple of days ago. <laughs> so you might be uh, driving into some uh, some white on the on the ground. Yeah, they uh, they got they got a decent amount of snow a week or so ago. So yeah, there might still be some lingering white piles up there for us to walk through. Yeah. So so you're you're saying it's roughly a ten hour drive from St. Louis. Uh, yep. We're gonna we're gonna try to do a land speed record and beat that, but um, <laughs> you know. We, we typically do it in about nine and a half to ten. That is awesome. Well, Chad Hanson, listen, I I always appreciate uh, you coming on the show and talking to us about your your hunting exploits, and I am absolutely thrilled that I get to go with you this time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, so he's driving and you're flying by helicopter. Is that right, Mark? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fly up and meet him. No, I'll, I'll be they, long breaking the ground speed record. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, man. Chad, we see your Hanson tree uh, trucks all over the place. How big is your crew? Can I just ask? Um, in our in our in the northern St. Louis, we we have a branch on southern Missouri too, but we run a little over a hundred people wow. um, in this area. Wow! So that's amazing. Uh, so yeah. for anybody that's uh, out there with their Uncle Earl and a 12-pack and a pizza and a chainsaw, just call Chad. Just call Chad. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's never going to end good. <laughs> yeah, that's usually going to end up in a bad YouTube video somewhere. <laughs> See, I was going to say, I saw <laughs> I saw you rele- uh, release some pictures the other day on your Facebook page of, of some of the training you guys do out there because I, I just don't think most people appreciate how dangerous that can be. No, it's, uh, you know, people don't realize it's, it's, the, it's the number one most dangerous industry in America. It goes back and forth usually with deep sea fishing and oil rigging, but for the last couple of years, uh, unfortunately, we've had the most deaths per capita of any other industry. Um, wow. so it's uh, extremely dangerous, um, and, and there are so many, so many dangerous situations that people don't even know are dangerous um, when they go to try to cut a tree, and unfortunately, uh, a lot of times it does go wrong, so um tell people all the time it's like just save yourself the headache and the the financial and physical risk and just uh hire a professional i can i can say this by experience a little bit of property and uh the the angle of the trunk of the tree is not necessarily the way it's going to go if you look at the plumage of the the weight of the tree that's (laughs) way up top call chat (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah there are so many variables and that's uh definitely one of them yeah, I'll bet it is. Well, it's hansonstree.com, of course, the website. And, Chad, looking forward to it, my friend. I'll see you soon. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank All you, right. guys. You bet. Uh, Chad Hanson from Hanson's Tree Service there. And uh, going to have some good stories for you next week on Second Amendment Man, Radio so cool. and the great outdoors. So are you leaving early? Are you out, out, off Friday? or Yes. You're just going to bolt out after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaving. Uh, I'll take the long weekend and uh, go up and have a little bit of fun. So good for he's, you, man. He's shooting as you're hearing this, Bo. Yeah, I'll be I'll be actually hunting as you're as you're hearing Second Amendment radio oh. outdoors. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I'll I'll be at Costco getting a rotisserie <laughs> chick for five bucks. I'll be eating for sure. Hey, coming up next, we're going to talk uh, with our friends from Responder Rescue. If you're not familiar with them, we're on my show spending this entire month uh, doing a fundraiser for them because of the great work they do. For all of our first responders, police, fire, EMS, all of them, that's coming up next on Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors.
Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well done, producer Carl Middleman, as we come back in here. Very well done. Because we are talking about uh, Responder Rescue. Uh, They uh, are... Well, they've been around for years now, helping our local first responders when it comes to everything from medical needs to paying electric bills if they've been injured in the line of duty, whatever it is. And uh, I committed personally to helping support that charity a couple of years ago on my show, and we're doing it again 
this month. And in fact, uh, Bo, we've got uh, Pat Byrne with us right now on the Missouri Brush Control guest line. He is uh, with the founder of uh, of Respond to Rescue. Pat, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. So the, so the ATF raffle for Respond to Rescue is now live. It's underway. We're raising money. We're selling tickets. Uh, we've got bourbon, alcohol. We've got tobacco from the Lit Cigar Lounge. We've got a rifle from the Range St. Louis West, our alcohol, tobacco, and firearms raffle. Bo, you like that? Well, yeah, you need to get some, uh, what is it, Tannerite down at Buckeye uh, for the explosives part of it. They've got it. They've got it. Uh, this has been this has been a, a, a great success the last two years. I'm hoping to make it a great success again this month. We're, we'll tell people how they can buy tickets here in a minute. But first, I wanted to let Pat uh, maybe just talk a little bit about Responder Rescue and remind people how you got started and, and what you're doing for folks these days. All right. Well... Um, we go back to around 2009, 2007 to 2009, you know, to get it started and working through all the paperwork and the 501c3 stuff. And um, ever since then, we've been pretty much go, go, go. And every day you're, you're trying to raise money, you're talking to people, you're receiving phone calls from different situations. It was uh, really surprising to us, the need that was there. So you discovered that, if, I, if, if memory serves me correctly, after, I mean, you, you were suffered an injury, right, during your career? Oh, yeah. yeah most, most of us that have been on the fire department for any kind of years, and I did 30, and, you know, people get hurt. They get hurt all different degrees you know there's people who can't go back to work and there's some that are off for months and usually getting hurts almost worse than uh anything it is it is and, and an organization like you guys have put together is is such a blessing to so many because you know what's the first thing after somebody gets hurt it's like oh my gosh how are we going to pay, you know, the bills? How are we going to pay the house payment? How are we going to pay for the medical bills or the deductible or whatever? And that's what Responder Rescue really does. You you set up uh, a shield, if you will, uh, to help protect these uh, these first responders and their families. Right. And that's always the first thing somebody says. If something happens to somebody, you know, let's have a fundraiser. Right. And we're trying to put that fundraiser before the need. That's a good point. You know, and I've talked to your to your great uh, partner, your wife Lisa, who who does a, a lot of uh, great hard work for Responder Rescue as well. When it, she because she talked to me a little bit about the stack of letters she'll get sometime as she starts going through them or messages from people who are in need. Run down mm-hmm. a few of those. Give, give give me a few examples of of the different things people have, uh, find themselves in need of, Pat. Oh, uh, we find um, long-term injuries, uh, illnesses. We've had family members that has been on the fire department on the private ambulances. That uh, you know your back injuries, uh, those nagging injuries that don't go away, and a lot of people lose their sick time and everything else. And uh, we try to bridge that gap for a short period of time to get them back on their feet. 
Yeah, it was uh, not too long ago that you were at uh, Trattoria Giuseppe, uh, and uh, and that was a great Sunday of uh, good food and all for uh, Responder Rescue. Uh, was it was it a turnout like you thought it was going to be? Was it better? Yes, it was. It was uh, another event that kind of out of the blue that came up last year, and then this year they did it again, and it was uh, bigger than the year before. Yeah, yeah. Grace and Giuseppe are great people, man. They really are. Great food too. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know, Pat. I well, wanted... that's why I like them. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, I wanted to. I wanted to ask you. Going back, maybe two years now, you guys were helping out a police officer. I know she ended up having to have. Uh, she had uh, tempo mandibular joint disorder and ended up getting arthritis in her jaw. It cost her her career because she couldn't do her job. And uh, it was such an expensive surgery. You guys stepped in to help. Do you have any kind of update on her, how she's doing these days? Yes. Um, I wish the public could see her from a year ago. Everything has turned out as a success. Um, we were able to get the prosthetic or whatever you want to call it for the face all made and she had her surgeries and she's recovering every day and getting stronger and better every minute. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I hope I hope it kind of drives home, but I don't know if people remember that story or not. But the, the, I mean, the, the, looking at the X-rays this young lady showed us with with all the work they needed to do to re, basically reconstruct her jaw because her her joints were just worn out from from this this arthritis and the other thing that had developed along with the the joint disorder. They basically had to reconstruct her her joints in her in her jaw. And uh, she was in constant pain and and had uh, horrible headaches and couldn't work and then found out that there was an insurance problem and they weren't going to cover part of it. And that's when Responder Rescue stepped in. And I mean, I just that must you you must walk away from work every day, Pat, uh, at Responder Rescue uh, with with just a, a good feeling that that you're able to do what you can for people like that. Yeah, those are the good stories that, you know, we uh we just we're so proud of it when things work out like that and she was given less than six months to live and we were able to help push it along and now their lives are right on track well it's it's fantastic uh how great is the need i mean i guess you be, are people all within the sound of our voice as they listen to to either 97.1 or KMOX when they listen to our program on the weekends um, uh, how, how wide an area do you guys cover uh, in terms that's, of people who are in need? That, that's pretty pretty good say, saying it that way. Um, we get uh, requests from all over. Um, we mainly are in the Missouri, uh, St. Louis region. Um, we've been down to like Lake the Ozarks over in Illinois. Um, just kind of where the need and the demand is and what kind of resources we have available well and the need is there Mm -hmm. i'm sorry go ahead no just as long as we have the resources available we try to do whatever we can yeah, and that that was going to be my point because uh, Mark, you guys have put together with the range, you guys have put together a really cool uh, raffle that's going on. The drawing is going to be Wednesday, November twenty second at the uh, range, St. Louis West at two thirty. 
tickets are available now. Uh, let's talk about some of these uh, auction items because this is what's going to bring the money in. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty excited, uh, Pat, because I'm a big bourbon guy. I love it. I've really gotten into it the last few years. I do a podcast on bourbon and all that stuff. So for people that know bourbon, uh, I have assembled what I would imagine might be between two and three thousand dollars worth of bourbon will be in this bourbon oh basket. My. Uh, honestly, somebody contributed some bourbon the other day that among the four bottles was probably over a thousand dollars if you had to go out and buy it. <laughs> wow, just in just great. in those four bottles, I've got I've got some Weller Twelve, which is hard hard to find on the shelf anywhere. Um, e. H. Taylor single barrel, uh, small batch. Uh, uh, I've got the Art of Spirits, some new riffs, some Four Roses, Stolock whiskey, Blanton's Lucky Seven. I mean, the list goes on. The Devil's River. My friends at Lore Wine and Spirits have been really uh, generous with what they've donated that, that we can include in this in this uh, basket as well. That's just one of the items. I mean, that's the alcohol, right? And uh, there's there's uh, the my friends at Lit Cigar donating cigars, about $300 worth of nice box of cigars. They're donating time in their Dreamer VIP lounge for up to 10 people who all get a cigar and a bottle of uh, a single barrel bourbon to go along with it, and they get to room nice. for three hours. That's that's probably worth $900. And then there's the firearm. And my friends at the range, every year they've stepped up to the plate, and this year they've cool. donated a CMMG Resolute 5.56 MK4 rifle. It's got Got a hollow sun optic on it. They're even throwing in a complimentary training class. Uh, that's probably a $1,600 value. So we're going to have three winners. So your odds are much better than any lottery you've ever been in your life. And plus, plus all of the money is going to go help Pat and the folks at Responder Rescue. It's such a cool deal. It yeah, really it, is. It, and the tickets are that you you can get ten tickets for ten dollars. Uh, I've already had several people who've spent a thousand dollars on this raffle because they realize it's going to a great cause. Right? Of course, of uh, course. Whether they win or not, uh, but the, the, obviously the more tickets you buy, the greater chance you have. On the twenty second of November, uh, we'll take the, we'll go out live to the range at like two thirty in the afternoon, and uh, we will randomly draw three winners. We'll announce them live on Facebook. We'll call up the winners. Uh, first winner gets their choice of the three, and then it, it'll, it'll go down down the line like that. So it ought to be fantastic. Love it, man. Yeah. Love it. And and the more you buy, the more tickets you get. If you know you you uh, get ten for ten or twenty seven for twenty five or fifty five for fifty, <laughs> yeah. so it goes yeah. up. And it's and it's on the website uh, Odyssey dot com uh, slash ninety seven one talk slash events. It'll take you right to. I'm looking at it right now. It's it's really and it, this could be a, a a good Christmas gift as well. Yeah, that's a good point. And I hope people they can go to our website ninety seven one talk dot com slash events. You'll you'll see a link to click on. It's all online. Or if you happen to be at the Range St. Louis West over in Baldwin, uh, fourteen eight zero three Manchester Road, you can actually physically go in and buy tickets uh, while you're there. So you must yeah. be at the firehouse. Yeah, Is I Pat don't know. At the firehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you Pat? Are you at the firehouse now? Yes, I'm at one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. I thought we could hear some of those noises in the background. I was trying to figure out what that hey, was. Uh, real quick, Pat, if uh, people don't uh, get the raffle tickets, how else can they help you? Can they just go straight to your website for a cash donation or a corporate donation? Uh, yes, just responderrescue.org. 
And on that website, you can also find out more about the raffle on there as well. Yes. Listen, Pat, thank you for all you do. Hoping we can uh, get you another big uh, uh, donation this year through the ATF raffle. Oh, we look forward to it every year. Well, my friend, I will see you on the 22nd of November when we pick the winner. How about that? I can't wait. All right. Give Lisa our all best, right. please. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. We'll talk again soon. Uh, Pat Byrne there from Responder Rescue. So uh, buy your tickets. Be Act like a voter in Chicago. Buy early and often. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're a dollar apiece. Come on, people. I know, uh, I know. Yeah. So we're doing it a little different this year because we found a, a a raffle, a charity raffle website that's handling all of So everything's online. So people can go there, and uh, you can get 10 tickets for $10, and then it goes up from there. If you want to spend 50 if you want to spend 100 if you want to spend 1000 one of our first donations was $1,000. So please uh, just, just know that everything that I've been talking about has been donated. There's no expense connected to this at all. All of the money is going to be transferred into the uh, bank account over at the charity, which is Respond to Rescue. And every time you hear a siren you know, go by, you, uh, you know, headed to a, a, a fire or a traffic accident or something like that, just know that Respond to Rescue is there for them uh, when in need. So dig deep and spend a lot of money and, uh, and buy those tickets up. Yep, hope they do both. Hey. Here's the information on the website. Responder Rescue serves area first responders, and all this month, they're hosting our ATF raffle. Join us in supporting Responder Rescue as part of our first responder spotlight and conservatives care. Learn more at 971talk.com slash care. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, that is uh, going to do it for this edition of Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Have a have a great weekend. I will uh, I will regale you next next time around <laughs> with all of my bird hunting either hits or misses. How about that? If, if it goes that good, guess what? We're going to call you Big Bird. The Big Bird. Thank you. I don't know if I like that or not. A Sesame Street character. Huh? Nice. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. All right. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. See you, boys. Rescue me. Get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.